0: Never in the history of the world
1: have the merchants of obscenity had available to them the modern facilities for disseminating this film. Disseminating this filth, the onslaught of the communist masters of deceit. Pingo, Common. slugs. Pingo, comma.
2: So,
3: hi everyone happy pride <laughs>
2: hmm. <laughs> yeah sure didn't we do that last time with the pride parade
0: yeah we're doing that every week as long as june is there
2: how about happy fucking peru election yeah c- congratulations yeah, so, uh, congratulations <laughs> to pedro castillo pedro
0: oh. castillo who i wasn't about to call korea for no reason um, but
2: uh yeah yeah
0: no that was a
2: squeaker but they won. I got to say what an emotional roller coaster.
0: And also I mean it's looking like uh Bolsonaro is going to just flame the fuck out if he even decides to run.
2: Yeah, and the Communist Party in Chile is leading in the polls, leading up to their next election.
0: Chile, I mean, I know they're still setting cop cars on fire in Colombia, but that's probably going to go well for
2: the left. So yeah, that's uh, cool. Were you following it as closely as I was, Bunny or Marlo?
3: Definitely
2: wasn't. I was most.
0: I mean, I was uh,
3: being vicariously through you, Steve. Oh, man. I think
0: you were following it more, but I was also like looking at updates now and again when they came.
2: I went through like three days of just refreshing the Peruvian government's voting tally, and I was just like every 15 minutes. It was wild. I was watching streams of people when the first round of you know, projections came out and Fujimori was leading by five. That's when we all panicked. And then later in the night it came out, the projection had Castillo up with what ended up being the final result, 50.2 to 49.8. A mandate. Yeah, clear victory. Absolute
0: mandate. (laughs) Write a new fucking constitution, I say. Yeah. People have spoken.
2: Nationalize everything. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, he won, you know. Probably the biggest outright communist win that I can think of in a minute.
3: I believe it. Um well,
2: when's the last time a Marxist-Leninist won?
3: Is he
0: necessarily even a Marxist-Leninist? The party is. Yeah, Every- the party is, but I don't know that. Okay,
2: when's the last time someone running to head a Marxist-Leninist party won?
0: Would that be Bolivia? I mean, I don't think a mass considers itself a Marxist-Leninist party. Even his party, I I don't know that is necessarily... Like, it's all that socialism in the 21st century shit that uh, Chavez invented. I mean, that's why they call it the pink wave. Yeah, pink wave, baby. Pink wave.
2: Pink wave. Yeah. What else? Uh, Omar is coming.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, no, uh, and death to uh, all the detractors against Dylan Omar.
2: Dylan Omar rules. Yeah. Anybody want to summarize? I I mean, I I wanted to talk about this because I thought it was awesome, but I don't know if everybody else.
3: I like Elon Omar a lot. Uh, I, I think it's a shame how this sort of astroturfing of, The idea that she's anti-Semitic has been a theme throughout her career so far, but she doesn't let it get her down.
2: (laughs) Well, what did she say this time?
3: Yeah, I mean, what did people have a problem with?
2: (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. What was the controversy
3: well, she, first of all, she humanized Palestinians. And
2: That's a no-no.
3: No-no. And then she sort of called out that uh, we, we might know something about some war crime. Uh, <laughs> Where I guess the thing to do when you're in the political class is never criticize America in this way, right? Never compare our crimes to the accepted crimes of our enemies and allies. And she's not let her career so far uh, damper uh, her ability to like, still say what the fuck she wants to say. Trying to pull up the quote, but all I'm finding are people being like, she's a scumbag anti-Semite.
2: All right, I got it. We must have the same level of accountability and justice for all victims of crimes against humanity. We have seen unthinkable atrocities committed by the US, Hamas, Israel, Afghanistan, and the Taliban. I asked Secretary Blinken where people are supposed to go for justice.
3: Yes, so pretty- Tame pretty
0: tame. And also it was in a very specific context. It wasn't even like generally talking about Israeli and American war crimes. It was talking about a specific ICC investigation into certain actions of the United States in Afghanistan that she was asking Blinken about because the U.S. does not participate in the ICC, International Criminal Court, Essentially, she was saying, like, we have a poor record of prosecuting our own war crimes in court. And if we don't have an objective third party like the ICC, where are these people supposed to go? It was like what her statement to Blinken was, that she then tweeted out a video of her making that statement with that attached quote.
3: Yeah, and what people found offensive is that how dare she lump America and Israel into this example when she's just saying reality. And in a reality, all of those people know. It's like the Democrats yet again are like, oh no, we're doing the performance wrong.
2: I would push back on that. I don't think it's a question of knowledge. It's not a question of whether or not Pelosi or the House Democrats know that we do atrocities. They know that we do attacks, but there is this level of disconnect where we view actions done by democratic, quote unquote, liberal democratic countries in defense of liberal democracy as sovereign acts that are the exception when it comes to whether or not they're war crimes. Because when you're a sovereign nation, then you are the exception. To be doing atrocities, that's like the kind of postmodern version of sovereignty is that you become the exception to your own rule. You set up these rules of humanitarianness and then you break them, but you can only break them because you made the rules, you know?
3: Well, and you made the rules so you know the perfect justification for any perceivable rule breaking, right? It
0: reminds me of how... Well, you know, according to Rome, Rome never fought a war of conquest. Rome was just continuously defending itself and its allies.
2: Yeah, it does have late empire vibes to it. I think that should be the name of this episode, late empire vibes. Millennials
0: call getting an abortion giving a fetus a vibe check. (laughs) Sorry, I just came up with that joke and I didn't know where else to put it.
3: Yeah, why not? Why not? Uh,
2: But yeah, I do think there is this disconnected view within the international order of political theory. And this goes back to post-World War II, kind of back to Schmidt, who was the guy who kind of came up with this, that liberal humanitarian put their own sovereignty as the exception to the rules that they make up when it comes to, you know, humanitarian stuff, humanitarian crimes, et cetera, atrocities, atrocities are all just justified by this defense of freedom and the freeing of the people from the tyranny of the rogue nations, which is how terrorist groups are viewed or, you know, Iraq was viewed as an, a rogue nation that needed to be liberated. Afghanistan, you know, is ruled mostly by the Taliban and therefore a rogue because they're not a recognized international sovereign group they're a terrorist organization uh hamas same same thing so there's this delineation this boundary that we cannot be viewed in the same light because we're fundamentally we're not we're we're just that supreme we're that much of an exception to the rule It's unthinkable that we can think of ourselves in the same context as these other groups.
3: Yeah, because we're always good. And if we kill a bunch of people, it was for a good reason. And that extends to some of our allies, mainly just Israel.
2: It extends to any Western European nation, generally. Yes, you're right. EU, NATO, Brazil. You know, as long as they're like a right wing they've got a right-wing, like, veer of neoliberal and democratic parliamentary system, then, you know, they're they're gravy. They can, like, genocide all they want. Marlo, do you agree with that, state or...? Yeah, I think that's a perfectly good summary that you give. What about the blowback from this? Well, the
0: blowback is she's going to get more death threats, which happens every fucking time that they don't give a shit about, frankly. And then they'll, like, cry about prejudice and this that and the other thing but that, that's gonna ultimately be the blowback is she's gonna get more fucking death threats from people because that always fucking happens it's yeah. really like awful
3: yeah it's uh just a lot of unhinged stuff but i mean they were gonna do it anyway they were already done in for her
2: speaking of the occupying government in israel bb N- N- B- yeah That doesn't matter though. I know that it doesn't matter.
0: I mean, it's funny that he's probably going to go to jail now. (laughs) Like, I mean, speaking of Rome, that's Benjamin Netanyahu was doing the Julius Caesar uh, method of avoiding any form of legal repercussions for his large amount of graft by uh, just continuously being in office forever. Corruption,
2: right? Or quote-unquote corruption
0: yeah yeah i mean he's taken like a lot of bribes in his time like this is years ago but i, I remember there was like a quote from like Yair netanyahu his son and it's like yeah my dad just got your dad a job so pay for these drinks to some like oil tycoon or some shit in in like some tel aviv nightclub Nice. Which as uh, Felix Biederman pointed out, like pretty much every like business trip that any US politician does to Israel is either going to be a new nightclub in Tel Aviv that only exists for Yarnet and Yahoo to launder money out of, or some piece of technology that they're going to sell to the NYPD that will be a Dominican-seeking laser. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, it's pretty much the Felix Biederman quote that I love. Oh, I'm sorry. We can't bring them up. Yeah, we can. He, Felix didn't rape anyone I know about. <laughs> as far as I know,
3: I, I haven't heard anything. I, I don't
2: know that Felix has ever had sex with anyone. He <laughs> seems like the least sexable person there is. He's the
0: hottest, but, like, yeah, he talks about sex the least.
3: But does that mean maybe he's having the most of it? Yeah, yeah that, you know, that's no, not
2: yeah. that's not boding well, because...
3: Ew, he's doing it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Felix.
0: <laughs> or he might be, like, just a vulselle. I, I don't fucking know. He, he gives off those
2: vibes. Who knows? We're calling you out. Like,
0: I know he's, like... Doesn't drink just because he doesn't want to, which I always find weird. But, you know, good for him. He's got funny quips about Israel. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's funny that like Benjamin Netanyahu is probably going to go to jail soon. Uh, Well, I mean, it won't. It'll take a while, but it'll happen. Maybe.
3: (laughs) We'll see. People are celebrating, though. So.
0: No, I mean, he's been president for like longer than Israel's even been a state. Like, he's been president for, or prime minister rather, for fucking ever. Well, and a lot of people hate him, not because he kills too many Palestinians, but they do hate him. <laughs> like,
3: switching gears for a moment, have you heard that a TV anchor who wrote an expose about Bill Clinton? has recently committed suicide.
0: Oh yeah, I did hear that. Yeah.
3: (laughs) I think what I'm most disturbed by is the sort of like people who floated around Q who are like, yeah, see
0: (laughs) murdering. (laughs) Yeah, I mean I mean that's been happening since the nineties that we've just been like blaming Clinton for murdering people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well like Hannity ran that Clinton body count. Like I think the Clinton body count was originally a, uh, TV special Hannity did in the mid two thousands.
3: The the murder stuff was the big Rush Limbaugh thing in the nineties.
0: Right. No, I just meant the like literal phrase, the Clinton body count.
3: Oh yeah, I get. Maybe you're right.
0: Yeah, Mark Rich has been like continuously talked about by the right wing since Mark Rich died. Really. <laughs> like, I mean, like half these people are just like weird fucking like finance dudes. Who Clinton has no reason to really dislike, so probably isn't Clinton. But it's really funny to say.
3: <laughs> like at this point, I want them to be murderers.
0: It'd make them fucking interesting.
3: Yeah, good for them. I
0: like uh,
3: to a podcast. They did, you know.
0: Yeah, no, like it would make them actually have interesting material to do a podcast about if they like murdered people. I'm just that would
3: best like oj if i did it
0: <laughs> yeah no that'd be cool if as shit yeah if, if hillary and bill co-authored an if i did it book about mark rich
3: oh my god
0: <laughs> that would be so awesome
3: he's hillary please that
0: would be the funniest thing in the world and it would make me love them again <laughs> i am just killing yeah what was it i'm just Chilling in like Boise Cedar Idaho. Cedar Rapids.
2: Right? I'm just killing in Cedar, Cedar Rapids. Rapids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just killing in Cedar Rapids.
0: Why don't you, Pokemon, go to sleep, Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> uh, oh man. <laughs> um, yeah. Seriously, your Hillary will never be likable
3: unless She'll... does this. I solved it, Hillary.
0: Yeah, uh, Bill, uh, I your guess old friend. He used to be likable, and I suppose he still is sort of likable. Oh
2: but. man, my grandma loved Bill. Loved Bill Clinton.
0: Yeah, I mean, so did my grandma. Everyone's liberal grandma loved Bill Clinton. Loved him. Yeah, he's a nice, affable man who seems like he uh, knows. Uh,
3: well, no, he's like a preternaturally charming man. You know, objectively, it's not like even when he was young and spry, not like that handsome.
0: Oh, yeah. No, no, no. This isn't like Kennedy love. This isn't like how my Republican grandmother wanted to fuck Joe Kennedy. John (laughs) Kennedy. Also, probably
3: also Joe.
0: Yeah. old man, Joe. (laughs) Um, Yeah. um, Yeah, no, I mean, like, yeah, my my Republican grandma, like, absolutely wanted to fuck John Kennedy.
2: (laughs) Um, But, but, yeah, no, it's not even like that. It's just like... Okay, one of my favorite memories, uh, like early political memories, was my Republican grandma coming down, driving like three and a half, four hours to have lunch with my liberal grandmother down in in new jersey from upstate new york to new jersey and the second the word clinton came out of my liberal grandmother's mouth my conservative grandmother's house went well he he destroyed all our jobs up here and hillary is the worst of them all and then just fighting grandmother yeah it became became such a dinner like a dinner table battle between my larger family
3: oh man
0: yeah i don't know what it is but like i did have like the two sets of liberal and conservative grandparents but they never really thought about anything.
2: And I think at the time, Hillary was the New York senator. Yeah. If it was after 2000, then yeah, sure.
3: See, I have none of this. I had Canadian grandparents and immigrant grandparents. Well,
2: lucky you.
3: Well, I will admit my Greek grandparents, I don't (laughs) Recall hearing any expression of political views, though my papa did watch a lot of like Sally Jesse, Raphael <laughs> and stuff like that. And we'd come over and play with his bird, he had he always had a bird, mm. and then he'd go, Oh, papa, drugs don't <laughs> do drugs. He'd <laughs> point to like the talk show he was watching. Um, and then my Canadian grandparents were liberal. In- Canada.
0: I remember uh the Gary Condit story breaking and like sitting at my uh my, yeah my more conservative Italian grandpa's house and him just getting pissed at this Gary Condit guy and then uh, a couple months later uh we never talked about Gary Condit again. It's like that. Yep. If you're going to have sex with and murder your assistant, uh, you should do it right before 9/11. Because uh, you'll get off the hook.
3: The foresight, Yeah, my dad was a big Bill Clinton fan, however. But that's because my dad is kind of a sketchy dude.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you have mentioned this before.
3: I mean, that's what I think it is. You know, I think it's all the other things that people tend to appreciate about Bill Clinton. But uh, I do think that there's an aspect of the bad parts of Bill Clinton that my dad is like, hey, 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 yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's also a segment of the uh, liberals who like Bill Clinton because they can kind of picture him saying the N-word in certain contexts.
3: Getting away with it. And yeah.
2: That-, that is quite the transition into the next thing I wanted to talk about. Hunter oh,
0: Biden. Yeah, apparently said the N-word because duh. <laughs> his
2: white lawyer. And it was a very funny joke. It would have been a very funny like Chris Rock joke about... Beep, don't give me those Hennessy rates. That was a tight joke if uh, it was said by a uh, comedian on different. stage.
0: Oh, so he used it, like, just as an interjectory, like...
3: Or at least that's what I saw. I did not... Uh, okay. It. It seemed all very casual and, like, just inner... Yeah,
0: yeah, okay.
3: Yeah. It's not like oh, he
0: was... fuck. He's talking to his lawyer, right? That's none of my business.
3: I'm a big fan of not ever saying it.
0: <laughs> to
3: yeah. an absurd degree. I think it's funnier. No,
0: it's it's funny to do it that way. It's the Nick Mullen method of just, you never say it, but you always get close to saying <laughs> it. But then you don't say it. Like every time I've said it in the last sentence, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but I'm not saying it.
2: But that was, a, it was a funny joke. Like, don't give me those Hennessy rates. And it's like, when and is I think even, his, What's a Hennessy rate? His lawyer was jacking up the price for how much he was going to have to charge him after Something that happened in the news because Hennessy is expensive. Yes. Like, yeah. So
0: okay,
2: Hennessy is expensive or right. like inflated prices. So he right. was calling his lawyer, "Don't inflate my prices just because is I'm that in the an news." Expression that no, and use? he followed it up with, "I just made that expression." <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> it, it was so uh, awesome. I don't
0: know that it's a winner. And uh, the other thing with Hunter Biden saying it is if you just see a picture of hunter biden or you read about hunter biden or read quotes of hunter biden you assume that he talks like chet hanks but (laughs) when you listen to hunter biden talk it is not the voice that you would expect to come from that man it's i mean it sounds like a squeakier joe biden really yeah, you had. Would you call it a bender? Is I was a... at
2: every hotel in Los Angeles, basically. You'd hole um, up there yeah. until every and every out, every motel, every hotel until they uh, until they wouldn't have a room for me <laughs> the next day. It One of the last stories
0: was you went just down the block from us, Sunset La Brea, and you yeah. looked for some guys who might be able to yeah. get you something, yeah. and um, yeah. then you wound up getting it, and yeah. Using crack with them. Were those yeah. guys dressed as Spider-Man by any chance?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, they maybe I don't know. I, I, some things I don't. I don't recall exactly.
1: Was that your laptop? For real? I don't know. I know, but, but you know that is, this is. I a... really
0: don't know. Okay. If the answer is That's you don't know yes
1: or no if the
2: laptop. I don't have was any yours. idea. I have no idea. So could
1: have been yours.
2: Of course, certainly. It, 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 there could be a laptop out there that was stolen from me. There could be that I was hacked. It could be that there was the that it was Russian intelligence. It could be that it was stolen from me. I am absolutely and developed in love of my family. I certainly hope that there is no negative political ramifications of this. I think that the truth always wins.
3: Do you think you're a distraction right now to your father's campaign?
2: No, personally, myself, I'm not a necessarily a distraction to his campaign. Um, I, I'm never a distraction to my dad.
0: But yeah, th- that's a, like, one thing is Chet Hanks could get away with that because he sounds like a dude if he says the I-word. But, like... Yeah, Hunter Biden just has this very like fucking voice.
3: The choice to text it. Uh-
0: <laughs> oh, he texted it. Yeah, okay.
2: Yeah, he texted it, and he okay. Here, I'm reading it. Uh, wow, thank you, Michael Cohen. Oh, and you too. How much money do I owe you? Because n-word, you better not be charging me Hennessy rates. And his doctor said that made me snarf my coffee. I just made his that phrase. Said, yeah, his lawyer said that. That just that made me snarf my co- coffee. And he said, <laughs> "I just made the phrase up, by the way. I should have have Nad your linea- lineage." Um, and then he said it again. Is his
0: lawyer Jewish? Is that what he's saying I about his so. lineage? <laughs>
2: um, yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just trying to be clear here. <laughs> um, which again, like. Uh, Yeah, I know. Like most high paid Jewish lawyers fully uh, expect their clients to make fun of them for being Jewish. (laughs) It's like just a it's just a thing. Okay, Um,
2: here's the second one. This is his lawyer. There are ideals of unconditional love that serve as proxies. I don't have many. You, God. And then he he responds, OMG, N word. Did you just a fictional character from the imagination of the collective frightened and my dead brother's unconstitutional love is what I should rely on, and my kids aren't children, George? And he, And his lawyer says, "My parents' love was conditioned." And Hunter Biden responds with, "My penis, as of late has been unconditional.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and he, And his lawyer says, that's why we are searching. And he just responds For my penis It's a big penis George They always find it And I only love you because you're black True dat (laughs) N word God damn it Oh, my God. How did you not read the story when it came yeah, out? I just, because, no, I just see a
0: headline that says Hunter Biden said the N-word, and I'm like, yeah, probably, and then I just move on with my life.
2: You can just smell, like, the coke high going on as he's texting this. Oh, yeah, no, totally.
3: I'm not entirely clear on who gave these screenshots or what have you.
2: Yeah, again, how, how does this keep leaking? There was a hack uh, that happened that was pretty publicized a while ago wait was that, that the laptop thing that yeah all this? but this okay. is this is recent i think i think it's a hack of a phone or something like that it no
0: i just i just imagine like several hundred prostitutes have like personal information of hunter biden that would allow them to bypass security questions on every account he owns
3: Yeah, I think it was in the Daily Mail initially.
0: Like, I feel like when Hunter Biden, like, pays a sex worker, like, it comes with he also, like, just probably prattles on for, like, three hours where he'll, like, say what his first dog's name was and, like, you know, where his mother was born and the make and model of his first car will all just, like, go into it. So, yeah, it's probably pretty easy to get by his accounts.
3: Okay, so the comic Conversations happened in December 2018. Mm -hmm. I I don't know where he was in his sobriety at the time. But also he shared a meme.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right, that's the funny thing. That's the like adorable one.
3: The meme is Obama and Joe like embracing or whatever. But the captions are Joe asking to say, The (laughs) N-word.
0: And Obama giving him permission. And then Joe saying, you my.
3: Yes, Jesus Christ.
0: (laughs) Which is, like, where we get back
3: to lovable idiot Hunter. Yeah. So, you know, uh, mostly this is a story just for conservative media to be, like... I'm not seeing this on any of the MSMs, and they're, they're just, you know. They
2: didn't cover any of the other shit about Hunter Biden, but once an N-bomb dropped, they were like, okay, now we have to give in to the pressure. Yeah. This is too many clicks that we're missing.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it, this is also it's like kind of a who cares, just because, again, like when I first heard that, I said, yeah, probably. Then I lived on with my life. But yeah, Hunter Biden is does a lot of coke, <laughs> and uh, as we all know, and uh, probably said the N word before.
3: Yeah, it's not as if any of us were living under a delusion here <laughs> about who and what Hunter Biden gets mixed stuff in. Yeah. Uh,
0: like his is like high level, coke-fueled, high energy, thinks he's cool, n-word. Bill Clinton's n-word use is like more of the, oh yeah, you're still like a, Fucking that guy, kind of N word use, and Joe Biden just like probably used the word every other fucking sentence in the eighties.
3: Yeah, this is this is uh giving you some the inside white scoop on uh who says it the most,
0: <laughs> or well the type the way they say it and how they mean it, because Joe Biden was very much for we need to lock certain well, certain people off. He-
3: Surprised to say it the most, but he's got that stutter.
0: Yeah, Hunter Biden, on the other hand. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, we can't be ableist and racist at the same time, Stephen. Stop it.
3: They don't cancel each other out. I found this out the hard way.
0: Yeah, no, apparently uh, me doing an impression of a Down Syndrome person singing along to Dr. Dre does not work. (laughs) Wait, when did you do that? I never did. It was a thing I made up just now. Oh,
2: fuck. That sounds like a good bit, though.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, it would be. But uh, (laughs) apparently it doesn't cancel out. I thought it would. <laughs> I thought I could just fly through it,
3: yeah. it's like you you thought you could apply like math, and you thought, okay, if I take one problematic thing and I put another one with it, it' sort of like spreads it around, <laughs> but it doesn't. It makes it worse, but less boring. So at least that, right?
2: Yeah, one or the other really is snooze fest, but combined, it's like the mashed potatoes and gravy.
3: You need that contrast, <laughs> like getting in a sauna and then getting in a cold thing.
2: Liz, I love going to the Russian bath where you go into the super hot, then you get flayed by the leaves.
3: I, I've heard a lot about this, but I've never gone. And,
2: and then you, you go out and you jump immediately in like 45 degree water. Mm-hmm. And then you get out, you go into the steamer. Then you go into the sauna again, get hip. You do cycles. I've done cycles.
3: Well, I'm a big fan of hydrotherapy in theory and in practice, but mostly I do it DIY style, just with uh, cold showers and hot baths. I also have a pretty extravagant sauna blanket. (laughs) So, yeah, I know. And I call myself a communist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I would like to go to the Russian bathhouses or the Korean ones, but not the Turkish.
2: There's one that I go to that I'm about to plug. It's called Banya. It's in Pennsylvania. It's about a half hour outside of Philly. It's got, you know, Russian people that don't like you if you don't speak Russian. But my God, do they have a nice cycle going on. Nice.
3: What? How do you feel about these things, Marlo? Marlo yeah.
0: hates it. No, I would just never have been because it, like, sounds gay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you like other gay stuff. Yeah,
0: I, yeah, no, I know. It just most of that gay stuff is stuff that, like, gets me drunk high or by eating something.
2: Yeah, but what if you did this and you were getting high and drunk at the same time and it only heightened the experience?
0: I get drunk and high at the same time anyway. Need to pay a man to harm me. <laughs> <laughs> you
3: don't
2: pay a man to harm you. You can do it to yourself. Yeah. You what? just you just hit yourself with the leaves.
3: Yeah,
2: it's it's easy. Mm-hmm.
3: But you don't have to do that part. You
2: don't, yeah. It's com- that's completely
0: just if I'm not going to a Russian bathhouse <laughs> and not getting hit by leaves.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like otherwise I'd just take a bath normally and I wouldn't take a bath normally because I'm not fucking six years old.
3: Well, I am six years old, Marlo. <laughs> and I'm a pro bath. Absom salts, etc. Very good.
2: You can go into the uh there's a like a steam room and you can put the salts next to the steamers and it makes the whole room. You know, full of the salts, and I've had people with different flavors or smells. And the whole place smells really nice. How's Joe Biden doing? Joe Biden's meeting up with. Yeah, he's at the G seven right now. Putin. He's going to see Putin on Wednesday. Speaking of Russia,
3: he's going to see the Queen soon.
2: Didn't he already?
3: I don't think he's seen her. He's been president.
2: I'm expecting. Similar oh, I think
0: he, I think he met her, but like he hasn't had like the dinner yet or whatever the fuck you're supposed to do.
2: I am expecting a similar uh, photo op as the as the Jimmy Carter.
3: Hey, it was today. He met the Queen at Windsor Castle.
2: But I think Kamala is the one that's getting the most headlines that are interesting.
3: It's it's been pretty rough on her.
2: she's just incapable of doing something right
3: they're giving her the hard stuff or the thankless stuff and um you know she can't help it
2: yeah she has no part in this this isn't her fault you know she's just (laughs) you know along for the ride really and just being shoveled shit in her face
3: you i think you had mentioned now it's becoming really uncanny V. Vibes. It
2: is insane how similar this is to what they did to Louis Dreyfus during like season two. They gave Selena Meyer the character in Veep. Uh, I forget what she did. She fucked up something. She made the president mad. And so the president gave her childhood obesity and trying to cure that. And then she's like, I had a problem with fat people. She insulted a bunch of them during a press conference. And so the president gave her like foreign policy and just started stacking things up. They were all impossible things. They're all like things that could not be solved with the magic wands. They're things that are like you can hold photo ops for. But like, that's about it. Like, and that's what they're doing to Kamala Harris is they gave her guns she can't, she can't fix the gun problem. She also, let's face it, I, like, I will uh,
0: allow for a little bit of id poll and say uh, she definitely draws a very visceral reaction from the people who uh, most give a
2: shit about guns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like- she, and not only that, but it does seem like Biden's giving her the black issues, which it doesn't helps well, stop, you- stop the problem from the other side.
3: Well, he doesn't care about that. He's, yeah. he, he is just uh, one, two, three, four. Of course, of course. He well,
2: she, she gets the guns and she got like democracy,
3: <laughs> like
2: the voting.
3: Oh, yeah,
2: the voting crisis. And, you know, that's, again, like a black issue or um, at least uh- viewed as. Almost guaranteed loss by the Democrats at this point. And what was the other thing? Oh, Oh, the 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 problem at the border. That's the thing she got the most flack for.
0: Right. Yeah, just a bunch of, like, thankless fucking things she has no ability to actually do anything about.
3: Well, and she has no ability to do anything about it. And then she's just employing her main skill set, which is to make statements super earnestly.
2: Mm -hmm. and then don't come don't come (laughs) and then having a
0: lot of people get annoyed by every fucking thing she says
3: yeah Um, (laughs) it's just where where it's like i can see it's like her autopilot a little bit just her overall cadence and her etc to like she performs earnestness uh, often when she's making these statements. Kabbalah often strikes me as somebody who's had a little bit of acting training, but is not a good actress.
0: <laughs> well, that—that's just going to law school. Yeah, no, that, that's totally like on a law. They—they always tell you like different fucking shit you should do like performatively as a lawyer. That's always the most bland fucking tips and shit that uh, you probably should ignore most of the time. But yeah, no, law it, school is definitely it, like shitty acting school.
3: Just can't we have any fun, you know? <laughs> Everything's a pretty big bummer. I don't uh,
0: know. The N-word was pretty fun before. I, yeah, that was cool. Let's keep saying that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, tried,
0: uh,
3: I did, a Moment of Shame, I did try to watch... In the Heights, which is Lin Manuel Miranda's show that he did actually before Hamilton, uh, which I'd never seen, but then I went to watch the movie version, and it made my stomach hurt. Like <laughs> I don't know, I couldn't finish it. It's like I could tell they inserted dialogue where obviously there probably was none in the Broadway version, and it's bad. But then also that sort of cadence and rhythm that Lin-Manuel has is so distinct that this almost sounds like it's some kind of weird parody of Hamilton. So I did, and also there's like some within Latin community controversy about it that I am not uh, the right person to speak about.
0: Well, I mean, is he acting like Washington Heights like is some melting pot of varying... uh latino cultures rather than being just overwhelmingly dominican
3: kind of yeah that is part of it
0: because that's the thing that struck me is like washington heights isn't really like there's not a lot of puerto ricans that live in washington heights yeah or mexicans or south like central americans like it's very specific fucking groups that lives there
3: Yes, there's a lot of criticism of the colorism and how
0: yeah
3: already yeah. of the main characters are uh, not dark-skinned. And I think uh, there was a plot line in the Broadway version where one of the character's parents expressed some, like, anti-Black sentiment, and they cut that for the movie version.
0: Oh, because that would have been very accurate.
3: <laughs> yeah, right? Like, they were like, we're... You know, we're just going to take that part out, and that's going to fix any any uh, optics issues that we might have. I guess I don't know.
0: Dominicans are racist. <laughs> well, I white Dominicans are that. racist. Yeah. Uh, I should say, um, but yeah,
3: yeah. But I'm sure there's going to be some more written about that. And now I, I just want to state again, by deep shame, at uh, how hard I. Seem to defend Hamilton when we talk. Uh,
0: Again, yeah, I have no problem with Hamilton, maybe as an objectively good musical. Oh, yeah. Like,
3: but now, uh, having had this experience of being like, oh, I can't even watch this, I'm like, I feel like Lynn Manuel's style is so.
0: Well, is that just because it- he's the only like rap Broadway guy?
3: I mean, he's the only, like, super successful one. Right. Because, like, speaking
0: as an outsider who doesn't, like, consume musical theater, uh, I will say that, like, generally speaking, uh, musical theater kind of all sounds the same to me. Plus, Lynn manuel Miranda has his guys rapping, kind of. Um but you know, like I, I, and I understand that's because it's not like a thing that I'm very familiar with. Uh, so, like, is it just that, like, oh, well, now he's the only one in Broadway doing something that at least has this slight genre disconnect from the rest of Broadway? So all this shit's gonna sound like that.
3: Yeah, I mean, a little bit. I just I don't know if he makes another project that doesn't also. I, I, sound like this because the music wasn't even like distinct enough to me and like uh it came on whatever music at my manager was using at work and my coworker was like huh is this Hamilton like <laughs> <laughs> it, it just you know I'm under the impression there were several like choices made between how the stage version like mm. years ago or whatever was and this movie that are problematic. So I've heard. But uh the Zoom the zoomers, they're dragging lin Manuel just cause
2: He's so fucking corny. Jesus Christ. Like
3: uh,
0: also I will say uh he will be the least surprising me too, uh if that ever <laughs> happens. i <I'm laughs> just I just gotta say that dude just has vibes. Yeah, I- late Empire vibes.
3: Late Empire vibes. Yeah, but, uh,
0: Virgil, Texas vibes.
3: <laughs> anyway, I'm excited to talk about buck breaking next week.
0: Oh, wow. oh, god, it's uh, it's so good. So, I I haven't even. I'm like maybe 40 minutes in. It's like two and a fucking half hours long. <laughs> um,
2: well, they keep pausing it. It's like a the video is just. They well, keep yeah, also the old.
0: The only video unless you want to pay $18 uh, is uh, this one person's recorded stream that's probably going to just get completely copyright struck in the next little bit of time because I think that's how everyone's fucking watching the movie because no one wants to pay this motherfucker
2: $18. (laughs) Um, I'm looking at it and it's fucking $25 from Walmart.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can, if you go on the buck-breaking website, and I know this because I did, uh, you can rent it for 24 hours for $18. God damn. Yeah, I know. It's fucking shameful, but um, it's really funny. Yeah,
2: I'm excited to talk about it, too. And, you know, we'll complete, we'll do another black movie... That's reviewed by white podcast. Not an not another black movie. No,
3: it's a little bit of everything in this. So
2: it's mostly talking about black people being raped by white people. No. no. Well, okay, this is the one thing. It's
3: mostly
0: about black men being raped by white people. And yeah, no, it's like that's the one thing I noticed is not. To say I'm an expert, but <laughs> as someone who's read even a single book by Angela Davis, the, the whole sexual exploitation of uh, slave women was kind of the more common dynamic that the, this movie is like kind of sweeping under the rug to just play on this like really weird homophobic thing.
2: Oh, so, yeah. They, they, yeah. I got the, the main thesis of this is that white people imported. Gayness well, exported, yeah. exported, exported gayness. To yeah,
0: yeah. No, it's, uh, it's <laughs> really something.
3: <laughs> I like a little alternative history. Yeah. A little historical fiction. It's nice. Uh, so we'll talk about it next week. Um. And uh, I don't know, guys, be good. All right. All right. Went to Coney Island last week. Oh, oh, nice. It was lovely. And so I also saw some... Judgmental Russians
2: best kind love it did you go to um uh, Manhattan Beach?
3: No, no, I just went I went to Brighton Beach and then I walked all the way down um and I sat on the beach for a little while. I walked in the water and then I went and got a corn dog <laughs> and then a child.
2: I love the fashion there. I just love that it's stuck in like nineteen ninety one
3: it rolls i it's perfect. But, yeah, so then a literal, like, child-looking man tried to hit on me. Mm. And I believe what he said was, I know what you want. I'll eat your pussy out here on the street.
0: Uh, (laughs) Wow. Okay. I think... I think every woman I know who has ever uh, lived in or around New York at any time has been like approached by a Russian man who just said, Yeah, I'll like just fuck you right now. Yeah. Like, th- that's such a common story.
3: As I do, I didn't stop to check. Uh, <laughs> so um, I just had my headphones, pretend I didn't hear anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Anyway, Coney Island, it's fun. All right, guys.
2: Uh, bye. Uh, bye. It was
1: Coney Island, they call Coney Island the playground of the world. There was no place like it in the whole world like Coney Island when I was a youngster. No place in the world like it. It was so fabulous. Now it shrunk down to almost nothing, you see? <laughs> and, and I still remember in my mind how things used to be. And, uh, you know, I feel very bad. But people from all over the world came here. From all over the world. It was a playground, they call it the playground of the world over here. Anyways, uh, so, but I, uh, you know, I even got, when I, was a, when I was very small, I even got lost in Coney Island. But they found me on the, on, on the beach. And we used to sleep on the beach here, sleep overnight. They don't don't do it anymore. Things changed, see. They don't sleep anymore on the beach.